And welcome back to another edition of It's Raining Mets. I'm meteorologist Steve Knight along with... Meteorologist Ed Russo. Not, normally it's Tom and Ed and Stacy and Steve, but you know we switch it up to surprise you every now and then. Every once in a while we have to you know, work in a, a nice, snapping, sharp curveball. And that's what we've done uh, <laughs> here uh, this week. It's been a while since you and I got together on the podcast. Probably uh, at least over a month, if not longer. Yeah, yeah, it has been a while. And speaking of curveballs, hmm. Earth Day snow. Yeah, how about it? How about that? Uh, how about that snow that we had Thursday of Earth Day this week? And you know, uh, I'll just, I'll Ed, I'm going to play, I'm going to play CBS 21 viewer and podcast listener, and uh, I'm going to pose the question to you: What's the deal with all the cold air this week? What happened there? I'm sorry, my phone alarm went off just now and I, I couldn't hear you it's apparently time for me to get up <laughs> so, <laughs> well wake up and tell us what the deal is with all this cold where, where did this come from why did this happen I, I mean this this just you know sometimes late in the season you just get these 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 cold snaps i mean this would have been a significant uh cold outbreak if this were to happen back in january yeah but sometimes in april you get these you know still you know, as the season changes, you overall get warmer, mm-hmm. but every now and then you get this this little punch of of Canadian air that just drops south into the northeast U.S. and it gets chilly. And, and out west, it's been warm. Like Oregon over the past week has been in the 80s, and usually when it's warm out there, you get this colder air that's funneled southward yeah. over the eastern U.S. So if it's warm out west, it's oftentimes cooler out east when you're looking at this springtime type pattern yeah no doubt about it and you know that's a good point that you make because i i I explain this to people you know all the time um you know i mean in terms of you know what's going on weather pattern wise i mean things don't really change uh amongst the seasons um it's just you know there's different impacts depending on what season that we're in but you know to your point um, this exact same weather pattern could, could have, you know, can and does happen, uh, at all times of the year. Um, you know, if this were to happen in July, we'd suddenly be going, my gosh, you know, we're only going to have highs that are going to be around 70 in July. You know, we're going to be really, really cool. It's the exact same thing, uh, that would happen in January or in April, but you're right. I mean, if this would have happened in January, like mid January, this, this exact weather pattern, uh, yeah, we, we would have woken up this morning to wind chills down below zero. Right. And probably afternoon highs would have been in the low 20s. So, yeah, you know, it's just, uh, you know, and we've obviously had accumulating snow. I think on Earth Day, 0.6 inches, you said back in 2013, was it? Yeah, that's I, I, I glanced at it quickly here this morning. Now, the National Weather Service website was being a little wonky. But uh, from what I could tell, from what I could glean, you know, they've got this. They got this new way of looking up records, and quite frankly, I don't really like it. But uh, from what I could tell, uh, yeah, the record for Earth Day in terms of snow is 0.6 inches, and it was only back in 2013. I don't remember it. It was only a half. But the point is uh, that uh, snow this late in the season certainly isn't unprecedented, and of course, we've had we've had light May snows before too. So it you know right. it, it can happen. It's nothing that's totally unprecedented. But I would say this: um, across the board, wind chills to start the day this late in the season that are down into the twenties and teens is that is a little unusual. Was it was it in the teens Thursday morning? Yeah, we had a few spots oh hit the gosh. teens. Lebanon, 
Uh, some of the usual suspects. Lebanon, uh, also, we did it in uh, Lewistown State College, so yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Well, you know, you probably don't remember the 2013 snow on uh, Earth Day because it's a bad memory and your mind likes to erase as many bad memories <laughs> yeah, as possible. Exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, you do You do remember those uh, those things that seem to sometimes be maybe a little bit better than the ones you try to file in the, gosh, I hope we never have to deal with something like that ever again file. Right, right. It's just, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to go back after because we've seen some really nice days in April. I mean, remember how April started off? So to see this this morning is just, uh, you know, it feels like you're going backwards a little bit. Yeah, it's just, it just feels like it's a little bit too late in the season to to have, uh, you know, a weather pattern like this. Um, but, you know, to your point as well, I, I think that uh, by and large, uh, we've had a pretty decent spring uh, thus far. I, I think that a lot of times people say, oh, you know, we, we, we wind up going from one extreme to the other where it's cold and then all of a sudden, boom. Um, you know, we don't get too many days that are, you know, in the sixties and seventies. And then all of a sudden it gets real warm. And before you know it, right. we're, we're at Memorial day. I, I, I think that by and large, we've had some pretty nice spring weather this year. Yeah, we have, we've definitely had a nice stretch of weather, you know, and it's not like it's been few and far between. It seems like every week we get a really nice stretch and then we, then we cool down again. Do you know, uh, Thursday, so Thursday morning, how, how low did, what were the actual lows? Cause the wind was pretty high. So I was. You know, I was kind of thinking, you know, you know, usually when you have wind overnight, temperatures have trouble really, really dropping like a rock. Yeah. So I was thinking we probably, most areas would still, despite the freeze warning, I was still thinking many areas would maybe still remain a degree or two above. Were there a lot of spots around 32? Okay, well, check. here you go. So Harrisburg officially Thursday morning dropped to 35. Okay. Uh, York, which is always colder, as we've talked about before, because the airport location is in Thomasville, which is, you know, one of the outlying areas. Uh, they got down to 28. York always gets colder. Uh, Lancaster, 31. Lebanon, 33. So there you go. Okay. Okay. Well, so, you know, we were, uh, we were hitting home hard yesterday, you know, to bring in the plants and everything. Yeah. And, uh, so... I I had just a little pot out on my porch. It, you know, I I plant dill and basil together because they need a lot of water, so they're in the same pot. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know what? I think the wind is going to keep temperatures above freezing tonight, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave this out here. You know, um, yeah. Well, woke up and the whole thing's shriveled away. Oh. And so, weren't you the all, one all it required was five seconds to bring it in, and I didn't listen to myself. Right, I say, weren't you the one that that uh, did the story about how to protect the plants, and then you didn't protect your plants? No, I didn't. I, I really, honestly thought we were gonna. And, and I'm kind of on. I'm, I'm under a porch. I'm, you know, it's it's close to the, it's close to the side of the of the house. So, yeah, I I should have just brought it in. You know, it takes five seconds, but. Yep. Well, I'll say I this, think... Ed. I know that uh, originally a York County guy, but now you're a West Shore transplant living on the West Shore. And the overnight low, da da da, at Capital City Airport was 32. Yep. There you go. That that that's what did it. Yep. That's what did it. You know what? And I even think I even think it kills it when it gets close to 32, but it's on the higher side, maybe like 34 or 35. So clearly, my uh, green thumb isn't quite up to speed yeah um, I, I have a I mean and you know you know we can talk about this and you know I you know I, I feel terrible for your plants um, 
very small scale. But <laughs> you make me sound like such a such a terrible. Owner. Uh, well, you're well, a, you're a Dylan well, Basil killer, you know, and uh, <laughs> I won't be surprised if uh, I see your picture on the post office wall here soon. But yeah, um, oh my gosh, I know. I have a friend of mine, a uh, Facebook friend of mine, that um, he has uh, a farm in uh, Adams County where he predominantly does apples, but he does a lot of other things, and one of which is strawberries. And he posted a, a photo uh, this morning of himself. He was out there pre-dawn hours uh, with a propane heater, and he had a bunch of tarps over his strawberry plants and was and was uh, basically trying to, trying to heat them this morning to, you know. That, I mean, we can kind of laugh and joke about, your your potted plant there but when you start talking about you know the grand scheme of things in the agriculture business around here not a good thing to have been that cold last night oh yeah you know what and i actually think now that i'm thinking about it i think when it gets to near freezing and you have wind i think that actually makes it even worse you know it's like you don't get the frost but it the 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 temperature itself drops to a point where it's right and i think i I think when you have wind it takes more moisture away from the plant yeah so i I, i'm not sure but i think i think wind and cold is even worse than just cold itself um i vaguely remember doing a story on that before but uh yeah well obviously wasn't a good night not a good you know people we want to have the growing season start as early as possible but the downside to that is the early you know things start to grow because nature thinks it's now spring and it's not going to freeze you're more likely to get a freeze a month and a half after spring supposedly started you know what i mean yeah so you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Yeah, and you know the the rule of thumb that we always you know have around here. It, it, this is for obviously the, you know the the amateur gardener, the people that just do it. You know, as a as a hobby, have a garden that's their thing. Is you know, I always try to remind people that you know if you really want to be on the safe side, Mother's Day, mm-hmm. just you know, and that's kind of what goes hand in hand with you know why you start to see more hardy flowers that are out there for Mother's Day as opposed to Easter. Easter's still a lot of sometimes there's a lot of mums, you know, that that kind of thing. Um but yeah, that's that's why the you know the general rule of thumb around here is is always Mother's Day. Now, our average last frost is April fifteenth. So um, you know, this was late and late by about a week. Uh, right. but that's why if you really want to play it safe, wait till Mother's Day, which I believe this year is on the eighth. Is that is that a oh boy I better know when Mother's Day is, right, Ed? Well, um, I'm not going to comment because I don't want my mom to. It's on the ninth. I don't know when it is. Yeah, it, it's on the. I was in the ballpark. <laughs> I had the weekend right. Uh, the eighth yeah. is a Saturday. Uh, May 9th is Mother's Day May this 9th. year. Yeah. So there you go. So as we sit here, you know, we're talking about still being, in terms of the May 9th. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, almost two weeks away. So to be on the safe side, you know. So there yeah, you go. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then Father's Day is like a month after that, right? Yeah, Father's Day is always very yeah. good, Ed. I'll tell you what, man. Father's Day is always in June. I tell you, I mean, sharp as a tack you know here today. Chris, Christmas is always in December. Yes. <laughs> Fourth of July is always in July. Hey, it could be worse. So, my son, uh, who is eighteen and a senior in high school, uh, he he actually said to me. This was like the weekend before Thanksgiving. 
and I said something, something, and 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 I was like, oh, and then you know, and he looks at me and he goes, oh, so Thanksgiving's on a Thursday this year. <laughs> and I was like, dude. <laughs> Like, yes, it's always, he's like, it is, it's always on a Thursday. He's like, well, how does that work? He's like, cause Christmas is on, you know, different, different days, you know, depending on, I'm like, dude, Thanksgiving isn't a date. It's the third Thursday and (laughs) he had no clue. I'm like, you know, I'm like Thanksgiving, Black Friday. You ever notice how the day after Thanksgiving is always that, that you never clued into that in your 18 years on this planet. (laughs) <laughs> yep. It just always seems you know, to work out that Thanksgiving's on a Thursday and Black Friday's yeah. on a Friday. Imagine every, that. <laughs> every single year. Every single You should have just said to you should have thrown a curveball at him and said, Yeah, yeah, actually, you know what? That's right. And Christmas is always on a Saturday. Oh man. You know, the poor kid because you know, we had you know so much fun with that, and you know we've told a bunch of people in uh, in the family that story. Now I just told it on the podcast, but I mean he to the to the day he dies, you know. I mean, I, I every year when Thanksgiving rolls around, and I, you know, when I'm eighty, you know, and he's whatever, fifty or whatever it's going to be, fifty-five. I don't know. I can't do the math in my head right now. But you know, uh, if, even if I'm calling him on the phone, I'm going to be like, "Hey, don't forget Thanksgiving's Thanksgiving's on Thursday. It's on a Thursday yeah. this year." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's going to be the that's going to be the definitely be the the running joke. So. What? What was, what, did he have like an aha moment? Oh yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He was like, Oh, Oh, and he was oh, like, yeah. well, come on, dad. I mean, how am I supposed to know this stuff? And I'm like, you just pick up on these things as you go through life, son. Yeah. You know, well, sometimes, you know, sometimes it takes us decades. Sometimes <laughs> others exactly. just like that. <laughs> well, so we've talked about, uh, the unseasonable cold. Uh, so that, uh, that should lead us into, some better news. Yes. Um, nowhere to go but up, right? Yes, I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah, we're at rock bottom right now, so we are going to see some major improvement next week. Yeah, and uh, it looks like we could actually make a run at uh, at uh, 80 degrees, if not the low 80s, maybe. Uh, now, look, we've got a few days to go here as we sit and record this podcast, but... Um, you know, and and I remember when we got to, oh, we got to seventy like in March, and we were recording the podcast. And I was talking about next week. You know, it's been my experience that if you are looking at a model about a week out um, that is trending to, let's just say the model is trending to sixty degrees a week out, usually uh, by the time that comes around, now things can change, but uh, usually the it's a, maybe even a few degrees lower than what it'll ultimately wind up being, especially if you're talking about high pressure and southerly winds. And uh, right now, models are hinting at 80 degrees for the middle of next week for both mm-hmm. Wednesday and Thursday. So I'm here to tell you, Ed, uh, that I will not be surprised on uh, Wednesday and or Thursday of next week if some spots don't do like 81, 82, 83, somewhere in there. Yeah, and I know it, that seems like so far away because of what where we're sitting <laughs> yeah, right now. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I I totally agree. I think I think we're probably going to see. I can think it. I'm I'm fairly confident that you know next week will be our um, probably the warmest days of the season so far. Yes, and it's interesting you should say that because when I uh, we had been 
uh, calling for 78 degrees for the high uh, for the middle of next week. And I, I bumped it up a little today to 80. So, of course, I immediately got curious and said to myself, self, you know, because you always say to yourself, okay, what, what's the question that somebody's going to ask you, whether it's a, a viewer or somebody in one of our meetings? And the, the first question you would get when you say, hey, uh, and you know, good news, it's going to be 80 degrees for the first time this season. The inevitable question that somebody is going to ask is, well, when was the last time we got to 80 degrees? So I did a little research. Did a little research. There's my sheet of paper that I wrote it down on. And how about... I guessed in my head October, October the 7th, uh, which surprised me a little because there was a little part of me that wanted to say maybe early November because every once in a while, you know what I mean? Every once in a while, you know, and you know, my memory is not that good as to where I can remember what we're, you know, you can spike a day in early November, but here's the interesting thing about it was I believe there were three other times in October after October 7th that we got to 79 degrees. Uh, and one of them was like the 24th, 25th, somewhere in there. You know what I mean? So, But in terms of, of getting to 80, the threshold of 80 at HIA where our records are kept, if we do it next week, it will be the first time since October 7th. But if you stop and think about that, because then I did the math in my head, well, it stands to reason. It was six months ago, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm counting on my on my hand right yeah. now. That, yeah, it's November, December, January, February, March. Eh, there you go. So uh, it will actually be just over six months ago. Okay. Yeah, that's like half a year. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah, and it did surprise me a little. And, and you know, I always relate things to having been through uh, sports with um, my boys growing up and uh, my younger son playing football. You know, I always say to you know, because it's like there, there have been years where he's played games in late October or early November where it has been, well, it's been like this morning. It's been windy, cold with snow flurries flying around. Then there's been other times when we're all in a T-shirt and shorts going, you know, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, right. You know, so um, it surprised me that it was it was all the way back in early October. But we did have some warm days back half of uh, October. We just didn't quite get uh, to 80. But I, I was looking at the almanac for all of October of 2020. And there were a few more times we got to 79. There were days that were in the mid to upper seventies, mm-hmm. as you would expect, uh, mid to late October. So, but officially getting to 80, we have not done that since uh, October 7th. So it's, uh, it's been a while. Yeah. And, and you know what, I, honestly, it seems like the second half of May, you know, that's, we rarely ever get like a cold snap during the second half of right. May. Usually we're coasting into, you know, warm weather, um, and then, of course, the summer heat. Yeah, it, into late June. That's another one. You know, and it, I, this comes up every year. Now, granted, what's been going on here this week has been a little bit unusual, but you know, you know, it's inevitable. Every year in April, we get cold snaps, and uh, a lot of times, I think people think, you know, as soon as you have the arrival of spring, it's like woohoo, spring. You know, the, the spring. I I always tell people um, that it doesn't really get warm and stay warm here until May. Right. You know, April always has wild swings. April always has cold days. And there again, from dealing with my boys trying to play spring baseball, spring baseball season in Pennsylvania is gnarly because you have a day like we had this past Tuesday where you're well into the 70s. It's sunny. There's not much wind. What a great day for spring baseball. And then literally 24 hours later, after the cold front comes through in the middle of the day, 
you know, uh, there were games uh, last night that, oof, wow. <laughs> you know, right. uh, 30, 35 mile an hour winds with temperatures that were in the 40s, you know, and that's 24 hours later. I know. You know? I know. It's it's crazy. You know what? And it seems like, you know, because I've watched baseball games outside and, and I mean, yeah, in, in cold snaps like this. Oh, and yeah. It, 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 it always feels it feels really cold watching baseball in the cold yeah. than football in the cold because yeah. it, it's like, it, it's like 50 degrees in Florida is way colder than 50 degrees here. Yeah. There's just something wrong with the backdrop. Cause you got palm trees and it's not supposed to be cold like this. And when you're watching baseball, it's not supposed to be cold in football. Yes. It's a winter sport. It's a fall winter sport, but yeah, it just feels colder watching baseball on a cold day as opposed to football, just because, you associate the season, baseball sure. with the much warmer weather, you know? Yeah. So Wednesday night, uh, the Phillies did not have a game. And, and I usually, you know, being a being a baseball fan, specifically a Phillies fan, you know, I always at least try to catch a few innings before I have to go to bed. So last night I was like, okay, well, let, you know, let me try to catch another game. Let me see what else is on. And the Yankees were on against the Braves. And the Pirates were on against the Tigers. And the game was in Detroit. And I said to myself – Oh, I got to flip over and look at this Pittsburgh Detroit game. This is a night game Wednesday night cuz I with you know without even having to flip over, I know what the weather is like in Detroit. And come to find out, it was the second game of a doubleheader. And so I flip over and I mean the fans all look like they are dressed, you know, for being, you know, at a football game. The players all look miserable. You know, it's like you can see right. the player's breath, and I, I know yep. these guys get yep. paid a lot of money to play to play a sport. So you know, uh, definitely a first world problem here. But I had to be thinking to myself, man, when these when these guys came out of the clubhouse today in Detroit outdoors, knowing they had to play a doubleheader, they had to be looking at each other, going, "You got to be kidding me! Yeah. <laughs> this is brutal." I, I know. That's what everyone's thinking. They're saying every, the fans are thinking it too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some hardy fans, and of course, there there were the inevitable cutaway shots. There's you know, there's always, uh, and it's good to have fans back, obviously. But the the inevitable cutaway shots of like the college guys that uh, have their chest painted with you know a, a, a D for Detroit and then a tiger, and they have their shirts off, and of course they've got a beer in their hand. Meanwhile, the windshield there was like twelve. <laughs> yeah. Just not not cool. Yeah, not no. cool. No. So uh it's gonna be nice when we when we do flip this pattern here uh next week and uh and start to warm things up. One thing I didn't do was go and look at the records for next week. I, I guarantee you though that that uh we're not talking about any record warmth next week. I would I would guess. I'm just gonna guess and say that our records for next week are probably upper 80s to 90. Uh, that's just mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. Yeah, and even, you know, March, you know, our, our record highs in March even creep up to 90. So, you know, as we get into April, uh, yeah, I think upper 80s, low 90s is definitely more common. Right. If you want to beat a record, that's how high you're going to have to go. All right, so I'm, I'm pulling it up right now as we speak, and... Trying to get a handle, you know the the NWS how they redid their uh, their website. Well, that's a whole whole other topic for a whole other time, I suppose. Um, it used to be a little bit easier to navigate, but I'm pulling up the record for Wednesday of next week when we're calling for 80 degrees, and there you go. The record is 90, set yep. back in 1957, 
And let me pull up the record for Thursday. And that is also 90, set back in 1974. So there yeah. you go. That's what I was thinking. But by, by next week, closing in on May, our records had to be around 90. So I, it doesn't look like – it doesn't look – never say never. But at this point in time, I don't think we're talking about 90-degree heat. Uh, and not something week. we're really hoping for because, no. you know, 80s are just perfect. Yes, Yes, especially especially for this time of year. So I don't think we're going to be breaking any records next week, but certainly looking forward to uh, some some warmer temperatures after uh, this cold snap uh, here this week. Uh, before we wrap up, uh, have you looked beyond like into the at least the early part of May in, in terms of uh, any kind of temperature? What you're seeing moving forward? Yeah, honestly, to me, it's still. I mean, we might have like a brief day where it's it's cooler, but honestly, it's looking warm. Yeah, it's looking really warm as we head into May. So. And again, it's those first two weeks of May that can still behave a little like April. Yes. But, you know, if we're getting to like May 15th and we still haven't dealt with a cool snap yet, I think we're we'll be in the I clear. Think we're pretty much smooth sailing. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm seeing. Into early May, I, I think we're going to have more days often than not where we're at least at or not above average. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like you say, once you get into once we get into mid-May, it's uh, it's going to kind of be a game on here. Moving right. forward for some warmer weather. So definitely looking forward to that warm-up coming next. Hope everybody else is, man, looking forward to that warm-up. I had a few people on my Facebook page this morning, you know, who were going, no, I love it. I love the I love the cold air. You know, no bugs. You know, keep keep it coming, Steve. Keep the cold air coming. And I'm like, you're in the minority. No bugs. I mean, they're eventually going to get here. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> now, now th- this might actually prevent the uh, big cicada launch that's going to take place in May. Interesting. Yeah, so. I, yeah, I think that's a story for Ed Russo here in the next couple yeah, of weeks. That'll be exciting. They, um, so they are usually they're several feet down much of their lives. Yeah, but these things are now six inches from the surface. Yeah, so they are they are so and and if you go to Pincho State Park around the base of all those trees, you can see these little mounds, mm-hmm. hundreds. Yeah, sometimes per square foot. Right. And they're getting ready to come out. The soil's still in the fifties, but oh, okay. It's week. It's it's weeks like next week where we get in the eighties, where the soil temperature that'll help the soil temperature get to that magic sixty-four mm-hmm. degrees, and uh, that's that's when they'll start coming out. So I think during the first week of May, it'll start in Maryland. Yeah, and that's our cue. Two weeks later, we'll see it here. Cool. Well, so. looking forward to that, and I, I know that uh, you already did one story on that, and, and uh, it's going to be really cool once that, uh, having been here the last time it happened, and uh, there's no way folks won't notice. Uh, it's did you have loud. some in your neighborhood in 2004? Because yes. I know not everyone sees it, but it's kind of, like in York, there was nothing. Nothing. No, I, we and had so some in, in my neighborhood. Towards... I, my neighborhood's got uh, a lot of trees. Uh, I'm fairly close to the river. There's a, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I always, uh, I'm never, never shy about saying where I live. I live in New Cumberland, and I live on the river side of New Cumberland. And Steve, uh, give me your address and your social security. <laughs> <laughs> we we actually have you know get deer on our street. You know what I mean? So because because okay. our proximity to the river and um, the the railroad tracks and the woods and you know all that stuff. So yeah, we had them. So uh, it's going to be loud. Uh, I'll say that it will be loud. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, it's just, you know, wild gross in some sense. It's just, you know, I I, I, I just talk about it and get excited about it because it's just you, you see, you, 
you see the strange things that nature does yeah. and you just really appreciate it because it's, it happens for a reason, right? you know, and it's like, and refresh my memory and how many, only every 19 year, 18, 17, 17 years. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. So, well, on that note, looking forward to warmer weather, Ed, thanks for uh good, uh, good being with you. And uh, hopefully yeah, it's, it's not another couple of months till we're together on the podcast. Right, when hopefully we see each other in person sometime. Yeah, hopefully sometime real, real soon. All right, everybody. Enjoy the warmer weather next week, and thanks for tuning in to another edition of It's Raining Mets.